When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, everybody? Welcome into this Friday episode of Flippin' Bats, and we're rolling on with Division X Factors. Today, we got AL West X Factors. We also have a ton of things that make you go, hmm? And they're all, I feel great about this one. We're going to have a blast with this episode today. Let's get to it. Happy Friday, everyone. I am joined, as always, up here by Alex Curry. I am wearing today a very tight Team USA <laughs> jersey, customized with my Woo! name on the back, because, Alex, Team, Team USA. USA starts Tonight, the Women's World Cup starts for Team USA. So I, I, I got a custom I, can jersey. Can I just say I'm it's a little tight. jealous? We both got custom jerseys. They were both extremely tight. Mine was not wearable in public. Yours is. So I, there's so much going on today. As you mentioned, first we got Team USA kicking off their their quest for the three P at the Women's World Cup, mm-hmm. taking on Vietnam tonight at 6 p.m. on Fox. Then we have the premiere of the Barbie movie. Hence. Uh, TV host Barbie, so I'm feeling pretty good about this. We both that's, dressed for the day. That's what the outfit. Yeah. I thought you were. TV I thought your Barbie. big plan was bringing me some like fur jacket or something. Oh my god, I forgot the fur jacket. Well. Okay. You just don't care about me. Nah, not true. <laughs> not true. You know what I'm gonna save it for? What? I'm gonna save the fur jacket for when you get up here and you give your American Idol performance. All right, let's break it all down. That's what I'm going to save the fridge for. So, I am apparently singing up here at some point. Not apparently. You brought this up. Let's bring it back to a couple weeks ago. You told me to sing up here. I just said I can sing. You said you were in select choir and you believed that you would have been voted through on American Idol. At least gotten a golden ticket. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to have a little singing competition for Ben, just Ben, singing for you, the Flippin' Bats community and fans and us. And we're going to vote to see if you would vote him through and give him a golden ticket. If the fans vote you through and you do great, you get to pick something crazy that I have to wear on the show. Like a team shirt, whatever it is. And then if you don't get voted in, I get to pick what you're wearing on the show um, and yeah, we'll we'll do like a 15, what we can get approved, like a 15 to 30 second little I, clip this, song. This is what I need to figure out. Because I've yeah. changed, I, I don't think I want to go You Raise Me Up by Josh Groban anymore. Okay. I think my voice is best suited for country. Oh, good. So I think yeah, like. Yeah, go to your strengths. You know, like Yeah by Joe Nichols. You know that song? You know I'm new to country, Started so no. walking over to me. Oh, we're getting a little preview? No, you don't know it. Okay. Um, but also a question for you. You're yeah. married to a musician. Yep. When it comes to rights for things, yeah, like if I know an artist, yeah, can I reach out to them asking if I can sing their song? 
It depends because there's also, if it gets, if a song gets played on a show or every time that's played on Spotify, the artist gets like residuals. They get paid every single time. So if it's going to be on some sort of show, whatnot, you either have to have like different words or different music in the background. So it's not quite the same. So even if I hit the guy up. If he gives you permission that's what, yeah. and then you get it approved by Fox, then you might be able to get it done. Oh, okay. I don't know. Then I think I could get permission. Okay. Not from Joe. I'd go Cole Swindell. Oh, okay. I think we just could just ask do this. him, like, can I sing karaoke to your song yeah. on my show? Great. Give me how many <laughs> seconds I can do. Oh, get written great. approval so like everyone's safe and no one gets sued. He might not give me permission because I might sing it better than anybody's ever sung it before. No. 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 Uh-uh. Okay, so this is gonna happen soon. So we'll wait maybe next week. Well, or the following week. Eh. Right. No, no. And then I'm going to bring your fur coat to sing on the show, no. which will be great. But another thing that's happening tonight, Shohei Otani back on the mound. Yes. Is this going to be kind of his farewell outing at the Big A? Wow. Yeah. I just hope, honestly, I just hope he gets through the outing. We've had three or four straight that's starts true. now with him coming out due to his fingernail issue. So we'll be locked in on that tonight. My mm -hmm. gut says this is not his last start as an Angels player. Um, but we'll see. I mean, offensively, he's been better than everybody, and pitching-wise, as long if he had the fingernail thing's a big deal. It's a really big deal. Obviously, it's affected his duration in starts. He's come out of every one of his last starts for like a month, but it affects you all game. It affects mm -hmm. command. It affects how you feel. It affects. It's painful, painful. I'm sure. So and fingernails, you have to wait till they grow out. It's like that's how it gets healed. That's why I worry that's about the hard it. It's part. not like we've seen him take a month off from pitching at any point. No. He's still making all of his scheduled starts, though coming out of games because of the issue. You, I, I refuse to believe it's completely healed from when he came out of the game a week oh, ago. Oh, no way. It. So he's just pitching through this. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see tonight. It's going to be tough. Yeah. All right. Well, now we're moving on to a regular segment that we've done every Friday called The X Factors, and we are now on the AL West. Now, if you're new to this segment, The X Factor is either a player, a coach, a GM, an owner, something within the organization that will make or break this franchise's season. The yeah. X Factor. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited for AL West. There's some good ones. There's there. a lot. Okay. Let's get started with the Rangers. Who is the Rangers X Factor? Uh, the Rangers X Factor is more of a group than a specific okay. crew. It is the starting pitching rotation. Mm -hmm. Now, the rotation at the beginning of the year, if you heard the rotation is going to be really good, yep. you would think, okay, Jacob deGrom had a great, healthy season. Yep. Well, we all know that to not be the case because he's now out for the year and needs Tommy John, but there have been guys that have stepped up. Specifically, this guy that's used in the picture up here, Nate Eovaldi. John Gray has been good. Mm -hmm. But I say it's the X factor because this we know they can hit. They're one of the best offensive teams in the game of baseball. I think Nathan Eovaldi, has, he was an all-star. We talked to him at the mm -hmm. all-star game. John Gray has been, I think, better than expected by most. I think this team, they got their bullpen help. Chapman's been good in the bullpen. I think this team is as good as the rotation allows them to be. If you have those two studs at the top that are pitching like aces of a rotation, then this team is every bit capable of winning the AL West. If they're not that good, and if they fall back, I don't want to say back down to earth, but if they 
stop exceeding expectations, mm-hmm. then this team could be in trouble because there's not a ton of depth in the rotation. It's just been guys to this point that I believe have been uh, a couple guys that have been playing to the best of their ability. I just think they live and die by their rotation. So that, that's the X factor for the Rangers. All right. Get some help. Rotation Which help. Which is what deadline. talking about pitching. Before it was like trade deadline, fix your bullpen. That's the one thing you're missing. But now it's... And they pulled, the fir- they pulled out they the did. first piece like a month ago. They did. Like. Ahead of the game. All right. Let's move on to our next AL West team, the Astros. Who is their X factor? Jeremy Pena. ALCS MVP. World Series MVP. But this year, he has not been playing like that guy. He's not been playing as well as he was his rookie season. Now, I understand you hear Astros and X Factor. You know, when, when you think of names on the team, he's not the first name that comes to mind, but that's kind of why I think this is the perfect name for this. Mm. Because, too, obviously, it's not always the same. And some years you struggle, some years you don't. But for the most part, you know, Jose Altuve is going to be great. You know what you're getting from Alex Bregman. You know what you're getting from Jordan Alvarez and Kyle Tucker, the core that has been really good for a long time. Jeremy Pena was a huge reason, if not the reason, the Astros won the World Series last year from how yeah, good he, he was. was in the playoffs. If he's that guy, this Astros team is unbeatable. But he goes through flashes of being that guy and flashes of not being that guy. So for me, the Astros' X factor is Jeremy Pena. I'm really curious to see what your X factor is going to be for our next team, the Angels. I'm interested for you to hear my answer and discuss my answer with me. My answer for the Angels X factor is Anthony Rendon. Hmm. I mean, he's the ultimate. Is is he going to play? Can he be healthy? Because when we've seen him be at his best, largely with the Nationals, he's one of the best players in the game of baseball. Then the Angels sign him, and there has not been many times where he's actually out on the field. But they're paying him superstar money. Yep. So, I mean, this is clearly like, of course he's an X Factor. If you can plug him in and he can be a superstar, great. But if if not, then your team's not going to be near as good because he's taking up a lot of the money for this team. This is a sad stat I saw the other day for his 2023 season. Home runs. Two, IL stints. Three, Oof. he's had more stints on the IL than he has homers this year. And that's not good. But he is a good player. He just yeah. needs to be healthy. And it's just a really unfortunate... You know, um, Phil Nevin was having to answer questions this week about Anthony Rendon's drive and how much he cares and if he cares or not. Ooh. That sucks. It does suck. And just to put it into perspective, because obviously he's been plagued by injuries since joining the Angels in 2020. Anthony's played in 200 games out of a possible 481 games. Not great with math, but that's less than half. That's less than half. Now, he's only missed 63 games. Wow. And he hasn't yet to play 63 games in a season for the Angels. Wow. That's So wild. just to put it into perspective, it's not good. Wow. It's not good. Yeah. So you don't disagree. I don't disagree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to our next team, the Mariners. Who is the Mariners' X Factor? For me, it's Julio. I, I don't think this team did enough in the offseason to... Support? To support him. Mm-hmm. So this team, not this team, this offense 
rides on Julio being the once-in-a-lifetime player we saw come up in his rookie year. We've never seen a rookie year like Julio. He did things that have never been done before. So is it is it fair to expect a bit of a sophomore slump? Absolutely. Yeah. The league figures you out a bit. Um, you come on, everybody's expecting so much of you. Now, Julio has been really good of late. Since May 22nd, he's hitting 293, has a 124 WRC plus, which means he's uh, 100 is is average. Yeah. So he's well above average there. 14 stolen bases. So after a slow start to the year, he's really turned it around. But there's this team doesn't really have like a room for another act. There's nobody that you could plug in here and yeah. be like, this team lives and dies by him. No, they didn't really go and add support around him for the offense. The rotation's really good. I like the rotation. That's why I believed in the Mariners this year. But, you know, adding Teoscar Hernandez, who I like, but really that was kind of the big get. I just didn't feel like they did enough, and this team still lives and dies or rides, whatever you want to say. Rides or dies. Ride or die. die. Ride or die. I give up. Julio is my answer. All right. And finally, (laughs) who are the Oakland A's X Factor? It's a good question. Who is? The Oakland A's X-Factor is the owner, John Fisher. Ooh. Because, well, what the hell's going on, pal? And what are you going to do with the team? Are they moving to Vegas? Mm. Do you care about winning? Mm. Do you just want money? Do you want any fans in the stadium? Do you want to screw over your entire fan base? Do you want them to like you? Do you want them to hate you? Do you want to... Do you want... Do you like baseball? What do you want? <laughs> do something. Do you, I mean, do, seriously, do you like it's baseball, it's... John? You can be the X factor. You are the X factor of your team. Do you like baseball or do you not? Do you want to put a good team on the field or do you not? It's not the player's fault. Mm-mm. It's not the fan's fault. It's not the GM's fault. No. It's the owner's fault. And what are you doing? I don't even think you know. You're making money. You do know what you're doing. You're making money. It's a business venture. But it's at the disservice of a lot of players, a lot of fans, and the game of baseball. Yeah, I think the entire baseball world community, fan base, players would agree with that one. Yeah. It's frustrating. Frustrating. Yeah. All right. So we got a starting rotation for the Rangers. Jeremy Pena, Anthony Rendon, Julio Rodriguez, and John Fisher. Yeah, that's good. Great. Let's head back. Yeah, let's do it. Hi, what do you think about my voice? Do you think I I'm haven't gonna... heard anything yet. How do you think I'm going to do? I, mm, little sample there wasn't bad. What does your heart of hearts say? Well, I like to believe in people. Um, I also sang growing up and had a really traumatic experience when I was singing um, A Whole New World. My voice a whole cracked. New world. Yeah, on the very last note in front of the entire school. And there were two performances, and that's the performance that made it on the tape. Dating myself. Um, yeah, I haven't sang in public since. Yeah, oh. I know. Wait a second. I know. Uh-uh. Wait a nope. second. Nope, I'm not agreeing <laughs> to that. I'm not agreeing to doing this. You're the one that said ben you had a great Verlander voice. Ben Verlander and Alex nope. Curry showdown on the stage. Nope, it ain't happening. Not yet. Not yet. Why? I don't know. It's not live. I only we sing when I'm drinking live. these days. 
Then drink. <laughs> I'm not drinking. <laughs> Who's going to take We'll get home? hammered and sing You're on stage. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, this is you. This is your moment to shine. Okay? I know I'm going to shine. This is your moment to shine. Uh, and now it's time for things that make you go, hmm. Yeah, Alex's voice. I want to hear it. It's good. Do you still have the tape of the voice crack? Uh-huh. Can we see it? <laughs> Next, next I'll, week? I'm going to my parents tonight. I'll see if I can track it down. Just try and find it's it. a VHS tape. So yeah, I, don't, I mean, that's, yeah. All right. That's fair. Nah, I don't know if we want to. I have a photo of the moment it's happening. I Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll see what I'm willing to embarrass myself with. You just got to embrace it. Bring you know? it back again. Okay. Let's get to our first things that make you go, hmm. Okay. Doc Gooden's comments on Shohei Otani. Explain. Well, well, well. Explain. Doc Gooden. Yep. Legendary. The legend Doc Gooden. Mm-hmm. Um, who was on SNY the other day, was speaking about Shohei Otani. Yep. And had quite the quote that he said when asked about Shohei. He said, I've heard some things. I'll leave it at that. Otani's a great guy. I think he'd fit great in New York. He's welcomed to number 16 if he likes. For me, who cares about the number? If he got, Like, great, that'd be a nice gesture if Otani. I've heard some things. What have you heard, Doc Gooden? I've told you the one, like, X factor in this situation would be their GM, Billy Epler. Billy Epler is who got Shohei Otani to come to the Angels. He was the assistant GM with the Yankees, which was going to be his first choice. Then when he got the GM job with the Angels, he got Shohei to come to the Angels. Now he's the GM for the Mets. I think that would be the biggest swing besides Uncle Steve's besides like, his wallet. bank yeah. when it happens. But yeah, that's he has a really good relationship with the GM that used to be the Angels GM. And we saw Steve Cohen during the WBC at the beginning fly out to Japan. He watched Shohei at the Tokyo Dome. They're putting in the effort. They're I just putting look, in obviously the we can all speculate, but what has he heard? That's the real. Hmm. But he's heard something. Yeah, exactly. All right. Moving on to our next things that make you go, hmm. This is a good one. Another good one. Orioles have not been swept since calling up Adley Rutschman. You know, I, earlier this year, a couple months ago, did a whole thing about the Orioles. Yeah. And how you can literally point to the day that Adley Rutschman came up to the day the Baltimore Orioles organization changed around forever. Not, not forever, but like since then and for the foreseeable future, you can point to the exact day. And how often can you ever do that? And now we're at the point where it's July 21st and the Orioles have not been swept in a series since Adley came up. May 21st of 2022. Over a year. Yes. That's incredible. That is remarkable. They have one of the best records in baseball since the day he got called up with a team that, might I remind you, wasn't very good. Like, they were on the cusp. We saw flashes, and then all we kept hearing about is Adley and Adley Rutschman. Adley Rutschman, he's coming. Grayson Rodriguez, he's there too. Well, you call up Adley, and from that day on, the Baltimore Orioles have been one of the best teams in the game of baseball and have not been swept one time. 
Not even in a short little mini two-game series. Not been swept. That's incredible. 70 series. That's incredible. 70. That's very impressive. Yeah. All right. On to our next things that make you go, hmm. The Coors Field scoreboard fiasco. I saw this, I believe it was Wednesday. And let me just let me just read. This was before the game, and this was on the giant scoreboard in left field at Coors Field under the title. It says game notes at the top. Game notes. Using a stethoscope to listen to the heart, cardiologists can detect narrow valves, valve leakage, and or abnormal rhythm. Don't bother asking him to check your heart, though, Becky. That crushed Titanic sub has more life inside of it that collapsed <laughs> than that collapsed troll cave you call a chest cavity. W- what? What? Who's Becky and what the hell did she do to the scoreboard operator? So I did some digging and I reached you, out I reached out to Kelsey, happened? the the team reporter for the Rockies. Oh my god. And I was like, yes. please tell me what this is. Yeah. Tell me what's going on. Yeah. She said apparently the Rockies do crazy notes like this before every home game. She doesn't know why they're just now going viral. However, when I followed up and asked, well, what about Becky? Yeah, that, that was That was the main part of it that got everyone, yeah, you clearly know. Clearly, Becky's. Clearly, there. Clearly. No response after that. <gasps> no response after I asked about There's Becky. There's something there. I don't know. Yeah. Whoever the scoreboard operator is. I didn't is. get a response about Becky, but apparently they do these crazy, just random. So you got a, did you get a quick response to I got a quick thing? response to the first one. And then one. nothing. Let me double check again. Oh man! Yeah, yeah that was the last that I, I got. I mean, that from was it. that was wild, right? The last. Can we put that? Can we put it back up for a second? Yeah. The last. I was like, paragraph, so, I, so Becky didn't hurt anyone's feelings. I need to know about Becky. The last. Nothing. Don't bother asking him to check your in all caps. Yeah. Your heart, though, Becky. Yeah. That crushed Titanic sub has more life inside it than that collapsed troll cave you call no, a that's chest personal. cavity. That's personal. That is personal. No response. No response about Becky. Wow. Yeah. Becky done. Yeah. Becky done. Who is Becky? Screwed over somebody. Somebody. Wow. That was great. Yeah. Here for it. (laughs) All right. On to our next things that make you go, hmm. Pete Fairbanks is doing better than the guy who told him to drink bleach. This was really weird. And yep. before we even talk about it, there's an, there's the sound that'll explain it all. So listen to Pete Fairbanks here talking about his outing post-game. Um, I'm still having a better night than the guy who told me he wouldn't bat an eye if I drank some bleach, so that's good. Um. <laughs> the look on his face when he says that is like, he, like, that cut him to his core. So a guy told him to go drink bleach, which I'm guessing that would kill you. Like, it's like a basically go kill yourself kind of a comment Well, that someone said to him. So the whole thing, he didn't he didn't pitch great. He, I believe there was a wild pitch that let in a run. They were talking to him about that. And then he just randomly brought that up. I don't, I don't understand it. Mm. What do you mean? I'm still, I guess we're, he's just assuming he's having a better night. Yeah. Then like, 
if someone told you to go drink bleach, because I think bleach would kill you if you. But it, it. the guy's not saying he drank bleach. He's wanting Pete Fairbanks to drink bleach, which yeah. wouldn't be good. But how does how did we know that Pete Fairbanks is having a better night than the guy that told him? Because well, he was so sad to, and angry. He was sad and angry. Yeah, that's true. But what a wild that's thing weird. to just—it's so weird. And the look on his face. When the he look said on it his face—just <laughs> eyes wide open, like, "All right, Pete." Ooh. Freaky. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. And our next things that make you go, hmm, Shohei Otani's stats compared to Babe Ruth. Explain this. Break it down. So Shohei and, and Babe Ruth, if you put them side by side, right, there's a lot of talk of Shohei side and Babe, by side, Ruth Babe Ruth. And, yeah. You know, the only comparison to Shohei Otani in his career is some guy named Babe Ruth, who everybody has heard of and the 700-plus homers and yeah. all of that. We all know who Babe Ruth is. When you put their statistics side-by-side side is when things start getting crazy. They have nearly identical stats through their first 674-plus games. Listen to this. Babe Ruth, 159 home runs in his first 674 career games. Shohei Otani, 160 home runs in his first 674 games. So Shohei has one more than Babe Ruth. Pitching, Babe Ruth, 35 and 18 in his first 455 career innings pitched. Shohei, 35 and 19 in his first 455 career innings pitched. Shohei is Babe Ruth. He, they might be the, they might be just you know and one had the stereotypical male body back then no. and one oh has gosh. the stereotypical no. male body now I mean it maybe looks they're... like an average Joe next to the greatest athlete of all time is what that photo of Babe Ruth and Shohei Otani look like side by side yeah. Again, yeah. that's what you wanted your body to look like, no. like back then, though. You just pump your body full of beer and hot no. dogs, and you go hit some bombs <laughs> and call it a day. Oh, but it is crazy. It, that is crazy. I mean, the the comparisons have obviously been there, whether right or wrong, solely because they both pitched and hit. Yeah. But obviously, I mean, Babe Ruth was throwing seventy eight miles an hour. Shohei's throwing a hundred. Very, very different, but very yeah. different time periods. And the only correlation, the only the only comparison was Babe Ruth yeah. to Shohei. But seeing this through their first, what, 674 games That's is crazy. wild. Yeah. Things looking good for uh, Otani and all-time home run record. He's going to he... break Babe Ruth's home run record. There you have it. Are you, are you calling it now? Hot take? By one. He's currently one Hot home take. run ahead. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to stay on that pace. Yeah. If anyone can do it, it's going to be Otani, yeah. as we're seeing right now. And our final things that make you go, hmm, Bryce Harper falling asleep at the plate. Alex, I've never seen anything like this. I was so confused watching this. Uh, he went up to the plate, and you know, like you can tell when a guy is taking, yeah. right? Like you can tell, like sometimes first pitch of an bat, he'll just kind of stand there, arms like, yeah. he's not in a, a, a hitting position. Yeah. Well, he did that the entire at bat. Every single pitch, and then he struck out on a pitch right down the middle and then just turned and walked back to the dugout. Every single pitch. There like, was a couple did, balls in didn't there. Didn't even wind up, just held his bat. 
Didn't yeah, there were what that was pitch number three. There was three pitches, four was strike two, 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 or no, it was three one, then a take down the middle, three two, again, right down the middle. He threw the three one pitch and three two pitch right down the middle, and all six pitches of the at bat, he didn't even like pull his hands up to hit. He, He just drops his hands down right to his belly button and then turned around and walked right back to the dugout. Like, and it's a tied ball game. At I, that point, I've never it's seen, three three. There's only one explanation for what happened. What? He had explosive diarrhea <gasps> and had to go to the bathroom. What? That's got to be the only reason. What? What else? What else? I don't know. Did dude- he talk about it after the game? About his bowel movements? No, just why he didn't like. Take a swing or like get ready for the pit. Like it was weird. Didn't that was just weird because he had to take a dump. Stop. He wanted to poop his pants. <laughs> I mean, sir, I've never seen anything like it. I've, especially I, from one of like an MVP. Like that's weird. That's weird. It was weird. I did hear the pitcher talk about it after the game, what and he was like, he was like, I thought it was weird, but at a certain like that he just said at the end, he was like, I I just started, I threw it down the middle. Yeah. Like the three one pitch, he did the same thing. Yeah. So he was like, I, the reporter asked, like, were you worried? He was like trying to ambush you at the end, like yeah. on a. And he's like, yeah, I was a little worried, but on, after the three one pitch, I was just like, I'm gonna throw it down the middle. Yeah. And then he just Stood he there. literally threw the three one and three two pitches right down the middle. Would have been a perfect pitch. And then he just. Just stood Put there. his bat down, stood there, turned back, and walked back to the dugout, and probably walked right into Gosh, the toilet. That's so weird. Yeah. That's so weird. Yep. All right. Ended on that one. <laughs> Ended on that note. <laughs> and moving on to Tale of the Tape. And we have a battle for the top of the ALEs this weekend. We got Orioles at Rays. Will one of these two teams win the AL East? Uh, you're, you're still sticking with your beginning I, of the season. My, my prediction was Blue Jays. As you yeah. know, I, I, I don't veer off of my predictions until, like, if it's within reach, I yeah. might as well stick with it. Okay. But, like, my Padres one, I veered from that. That's yes, not within that's reach. Not, yeah, that's bye. Yeah. But this one, you know, it's what? I think they're, like, five back, the Blue Jays. But this is this is for whoever wins this series yeah. will be the outright leader in the AL East. Five and a half back, yeah. the Blue Jays, so they're, behind they're, yeah, they're Baltimore. I'm not going to veer from that yet. But All this right. is whoever wins this series, Orioles-Rays will – be the leader in the division, and certainly both of these teams have a very good shot at winning the division. All right. So we're going to go through. We're going to give offense, defense, managers, starters, bullpen. Ben and I are each going to pick which we think has the better of each right now, and then at the end we'll pick who we think is going to win the series. Okay. Maybe we'll be different this time around. Let's start with offense. Who you got? Uh, Offensively, I'm going to take the Orioles. Um, I just think as of late – this is this this one's going to be tricky, especially once I'm sure you're coming hot and heavy with your statistics. But this it's interesting because the Rays started off the year so well, and they had like an an unprecedented run differential. But since their 30 and nine start, they've played exactly 500 baseball. 30 and 30, their offense hasn't been anything to write home about, and the the Orioles. Since they got the birdbath going out there at Camden Yards, they got Adley Rutschman doing his thing. Um, Austin Hayes, all-star. Gunnar Henderson's heated up. Gunnar Henderson was having a terrible beginning of the year, but now he's back to, you know, he was an AL 
He was the AL Rookie of the Year favorite coming into the year, and that's for good reason. He's back to hitting well now. Uh, just the team as a whole, I think they're. I think offensively right now, they're on a roll, and I trust their offense more than the Rays. All right. I'm taking the Rays. Bottom line is their stats are better. Did I make you second guess this a little bit? No, because I – again, it's close. And obviously, Tampa's on a bit of a – a downward trend and the O's are in a bit of an uptrend. But I feel like it's at home. Rays have been going through a tough stretch. Maybe this divisional like rivalry matchup, this is where you turn things around and the bats get going. I'm, I'm just going to give you some, some stats to, to back this up. Okay. Kay. I'm going to give you some stats. Um, the Rays, fourth in Major League Baseball in runs per game, O's are six. Rays are third in home runs, O's are 12th. Rays are fifth in extra base hits. O's are eighth. Rays are first in stolen bases. O's are 16th. Rays are third best in slugging. O's are ninth. Rays are second best with average with runners in scoring position. O's are fifth. So they are better in every stat offensively. And they also have great offensive players. Diaz, Rosarena. Wanda Franco, like these guys can do things that can do damage. It's I, it's going to be a great close offensive matchup, I think. Do you want to know which of those you care statistics about? I care about? Which one? None of them. Okay, cool. Because it's it's as you acknowledge though, it's yep. full season. It is. So it's like, yeah, the or the Rays have had the if you look at the full picture they've had the better offensive season but it's like barely now and it's barely because the rays have been going like this and the orioles have been going like this so for this series mm -hmm. give me that o's hot offense yeah. hot hot offense yeah all right fair fair defense who you got uh i went rays here yeah rays play great defense i they think I, I think every time we've had the rays in a tail of the tape i've taken the Rays. Jose yep. Siri out in center has really come into his own with the Rays, by the way, offensively as well. I mean, he's never going to hit you 40 bombs and hit 300, but mm -hmm. he's having a good offensive year while also playing great defense. So, uh, and then Wander at shortstop is really good. Just everywhere you look, good defenders. Uh, I'll take Rays defense. I also took Rays defense. A lot of the same reasons. And then numbers. Most of their defensive numbers are better than the O's. I, I went a little I went a little bigger since you've been hating on the stats that I've been given. So I'll just I'll start with my OGs. So Rays have the second best fielding percentage. O's have the fifth. Rays have the third fewest errors committed. Okay. O's have the fourth. Run saved by fielding range. Oh yes, Alex. You're welcome. Yes. Uh, Rays have the sixth best. O's are ninth. And better defensive rating. Rays have the 12th best in Major League Baseball, and O's are the 23rd. So uh, between the advanced like and the regular stats, yeah. yeah, Rays are better. Wow. That's good stuff. Yeah. Let's move on to managers. Who you got? <sighs> I don't like it. I had <laughs> I had Orioles here, Okay. Brandon Hyde, for a long time, and then I changed it at the end of the night because I just can't, like, Kevin Cash, two-time manager of the year. Brandon Hyde hasn't done that yep. yet. Um, he's ah, I still don't like it, but I had to do it. I had to do it. But I love Brandon Hyde. I love what he's done for this team, for this organization. He was tasked with taking over a team that stunk. Yeah. 
and he's been there through the turnaround. Normally that does not happen. Normally a manager is hired during when the team is bad as yeah. like a scapegoat and they're just here to like baby the team along mm -hmm. and then they fire them right as things can change and then they use the manager as the scapegoat. Next thing you know, then you're calling up prospects. Well, Brandon Hyde's been there through it all and he's been there through this turnaround and the Orioles turnaround is a big part to do with him and how good he is. But I ended up going with Kevin Cash because it's just been a machine down there in Tampa, and he's he's run the machine very well. Yep. I've stuck with know. Kevin Cash in this segment throughout the entire season. Just what he's been able to do to keep this team as one of the best, if not the best team in Major League Baseball for a good chunk of the season with the roster that he has is just so impressive. He doesn't have those... A-list stars that are getting insane amount of money contracts, you know? And then, as you mentioned, two-time manager of the year, back-to-back -back in 2020 and 2021. I'm sticking with Kevin Cash. I know you feel I really, knew this really would bad happen. about that. The I was worried I would want to change my answer yeah. when I talk through it. <sighs> Whatever. It's okay. We'll stick with it. Because yeah. only, have a different ending. only because the graphic can't We're be changed on the board behind us. <laughs> Bend over to the other side, your little head. Okay, let's move on to the starters. Who you got? Uh, I will take the Rays starters as well. Okay. I I think the Orioles. Uh, we talked about it a lot yesterday. Yep. The Orioles are just missing. I love what they've done to the bullpen. I love the addition and and Fujinami. Love it. I think it's great. I think he can. you can plug him in and now the sixth or seventh inning. He's also a guy that can add depth in terms of innings. He was a starter, but he's definitely been much better out of the bullpen. Their bullpen's in good shape now. Mm -hmm. But starters, the starting pitching for the Orioles is the, a big question mark with this team. And what do they do at the deadline? I don't know, but it does not matter in terms of this series. The Rays, the Rays starting pitching – Tyler Glass now, obviously very good. Shane McClanahan, you know, the the injury scare, mm -hmm. but appears to be good to go. Yeah. So I went with the Rays. Uh, I went with the Rays starting pitcher here. All right. I also went with the Rays starting pitching. Now, the series started yesterday on Thursday with Gibson and Glass now, but let's go through Friday through Saturday and Sunday yep. matchups. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Friday. Kyle Bradish versus Zach Eflin. Who are you taking? Mm. Bradish is six That's and four. That one's kind of okay. Eflin is ten and five. For the team, yeah. And I mean, I guess I'll take Eflin there, but that's kind of a that one's kind of a toss up. Okay. Saturday, Grayson Rodriguez, Shane McClanahan. Oh, that's a great pitching. That's a great matchup. matchup. Grayson Rodriguez looked fantastic last time out, throwing well over a, not well over a hundred, but throwing a hundred plus for a while. Um, Shane McClanahan when I, Shane McClanahan's like the best pitcher in baseball yeah. right now though. So you gotta take him. I'll take All right. And Sunday, Tyler Wells versus Taj Bradley. Nah. Toss nah. it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'll take the I, I'm taking the Rays overall starting group. What did you answer? Who are you taking? Yeah, the Rays. Yeah. I said the Rays and then I went through and gave you the matchups. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll I'll take the the Rays there. By the way, Tyler Glass now, who's not pitching in this series, but you know, the movie that you're dressed up for, Barbie, Tyler Glasnow's lookalike is not in that movie, but he's in the movie Oppenheimer. Do you know the Tyler Glasnow lookalike? Have you seen this? Oh, yeah. You have seen it? Yeah, show Tyler me. Tyler Glasnow Put it looks up again. identical 
to Killian Murphy, who is the lead in in Oppenheimer. I mean, it is it's remarkable. Yeah. If you're just looking, if you're if you're just listening and not watching, the picture's up right now. It's actually eerie how much they look alike. And I believe it was a couple of years ago when Tyler Glassnell dressed up as uh, one of Killian Murphy's characters from, it is, I forget what the movie was, but. Were they called doppelgangers? Oh, Peaky Blinders, is that a thing? Yeah. Peaky Blinders, yeah, Killian yeah. Murphy in that? Yeah. So Tyler Glassnell dressed up as Killian Murphy in Peaky Blinders, and it was like, is yes. is Killian Murphy pitching right? for the Rays today? Am I saying it right? Doppelganger, yeah. Doppelganger. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Are you going to see Oppenheimer? Yeah. Are you going to see Barbie? I feel like. Barbie's one I can wait till it's out and I can watch it at home. When are they out? On the big screen. Today. Premieres today. Is that why you're dressed? Yes. Did you not hear me at the top of the show? I said it's, there's so much happening today. We're both dressed for the part. USA plays tonight. Barbie movie comes out today. Okay. I, you don't, you don't I, listen to anything I, I say. You out oh sometimes. my. Just like you ignore my text messages, you ignore Whoa! <laughs> That's not true. I've been so much better. You've been better. I'll give it to you. Yeah. You've been a lot better. I also haven't sent my favorite. I almost did last night. Uh, my, uh, you my can send whatever you want when Justin's done. Okay. Hmm. Th- th- where's the fun in that? It's not a time for fun. It is. There's it's no time fun for so much fun. All right. Let's get to our final. The bullpen. Who are you taking? Orioles. Yep. Love the Orioles bullpen. Fujinami, the new acquisition, but Yanir Cano and uh, Felix Bautista at the back end of the bullpen. Love them. Love the bullpen. Both of them were all-stars and Cano and Bautista. Orioles bullpen for me. I also took the Orioles bullpen. All the guys you just mentioned, plus their ERA is better. They have more saves, tied for fourth and third most strikeouts in Major League Baseball. All right. So who are you taking to win this series? You're four on the – I'll take the Orioles. Okay. I'll take Tampa Bay. It's in Tampa. We're on Donkey Kong. Yeah. I'll take the Orioles. Okay. Here yeah. we go. We're back on. They're playing great. It was like two Thanks. weeks that we were picking the same team, so this is good. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. All right. Is that it for Friday? Yeah. Uh, we got Saturday with Smoltz coming out tomorrow. A lot of good stuff. A lot of good trade deadline stuff. Um, also, talk yeah. to – I'm so – enamored what if you will okay with the conversation of if Shohei is traded to the National League what happens with the MVP award no we talked about it earlier this week and now it's like really snowballing into a bigger conversation yeah I asked him about this uh there's a legitimate chance that we Major League Baseball would have to do something but there's a chance he he doesn't win MVP because if he leaves the American League, somebody's going to catch him in like the war. Like he, he, only two thirds of the year would he be in the American League, and he can't win it in the National League. I don't know what you do. I don't know what you Back do. Back to my honesty hour. One MVP award for the whole but league. But he has to be. MVP. It alleviates all of this. He has to be MVP. Uh, you can't. I I know, but it's anyway. I talked to Smoltz about this. He had a good answer there. We also talked about the trade deadline. What do the Mets do? What do the Padres do? At what point do you commit to being sellers? How far out do you need to be? How close do you need to be? The Braves, best team in baseball right now. What should they do? And, fun fact, Alex, Mm -hmm. this week is the 30th anniversary of Atlanta Fulton County Stadium catching on fire when he was there during batting practice. (laughs) And I asked him about that and what that day was like. So make sure you listen to Saturday with Smoltz. But... That does it for our Friday episode of Flippin' Bats. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you're subscribed. 
wherever you listen, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Threads, and you can watch everything on YouTube at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. That does it for Friday episode. Good luck to Team USA tonight. I'll be rocking this very tight, very tight custom jersey. But until tomorrow, my friends, this has been another episode of Flippin' Bats.